0: Biofriendly podcast It's a biofriendly podcast That's the kind of podcast I want to tell. It is Ladies and gentlemen. yes. in a time in a world where people, one
1: man and
0: every time
1: <laughs> a tiger summer <laughs> You know what? we have a reason to celebrate. What's that? This is... What's that, Jacob? We're back. We're back. We're back after five
0: weeks. Well, a lot of people would have thought we were just always here. Right, that's because, true. Because we did a good job. We did the old abracadabra. one Jacob Dartholomew Givens... <laughs> I am so happy you remembered my middle name as Dartholomew. middle name. Jacob Dartholomew Givens... <laughs> actually thought ahead and said, we need to record Mm -hmm. five podcasts (laughs) in a row one day so that the audience doesn't miss us. They can't. They can't miss us. They can't miss us. We have to do it. And so we did. And you did. And as far as the audience knows, we were just
1: here last week. We were just here and we wore the same clothes over and over and over again. Did I
0: wear these last week? No. No? No. no, This is totally
1: different. You are in a color. Listener, if you've never seen the show- Pop on right now. Go on YouTube and check out Noel's color. Wear sunglasses. I don't even know what you would call this color because it's not pink. It's It's salmon. salmon It's salmon. But it's got it's salmon at a party. It's It's party party salmon. These are party salmon? salmon.
0: These guys are swimming so fast upstream. Yeah. This is the salmon once he arrives to the destination. Yeah. Has and now he gets a spawn And it's now like, he gets we spawn. are spawning it up, baby Because it
1: is a salmon But it's a salmon That it's it's like this strong is spawn. That's yeah. what This is this spawn, spawn, spawn. This is spawn color This is what happened When I'm ready to spawn I wear this color Yeah And Veronica has a dress on That has kind of elements Of the same color So you it. guys totally Coordinated it today It does
0: But as per always <sighs> mm-hmm. It looks better on Veronica Than it does on me When they do those Those yes. uh, those magazines they Say who wore it better Well I don't think that, that dress would constantly I don't think that hat.
1: dress Would look right on you I don't think it would look I think I could swing it It's not as well as she does Right,
0: well you guys trade. Let's see. Yeah, it's a Let's lovely. See. It's all right. All right. Well, so, we are going to change clothes. Ba No
1: comes out in the dress. Mercy. <laughs>
0: Mercy. Ow. Ow. Oh. Oh. Nolly, <laughs> <laughs> wearing Ronnie's clothes, Geraldine. Don't oh. check out his toes, nolly, <laughs> Because I broke it on a forklift right. when I was screaming. <laughs> at a cliff
1: (laughs) that's all right that's it you know that song by song by orb Roybison. (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) you remember him i remember him orb Roybison. orb Roybison. Mm -hmm. he was a good he was a good singer good guy he that guy's voice
1: oh so good oh
0: my word we are so lucky to have had a roy orbison in our lives agreed
1: like, Lovely singer for those of you with who those glasses. Are,
0: for those of you who are young and don't know who the hell we're talking about, which is a lot of people, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because as time goes by, people forget. And we get older. Go ahead and look up Roy Orbison mm-hmm. and just listen to a couple of his hits and just, yeah, just listen to that voice. Just soak it in. Beautiful. Oh, my God. He sang Pretty Woman.
1: He sang pretty well. Saying uh, C- Cryin', isn't that another yeah. one of his songs? Yeah. It's, uh, um, if you ever have heard of the Traveling Wilberries, he yes. was their lead isn't singer. That, and he had these f- famous glasses. Blue by you? Huh? Blue Bayou? Blue Bayou? Blue Bayou? Yeah, yeah so you did yes.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 Nice, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Uh, I mean,
1: he's, yeah. Yeah. Classics. I feel like I could look up Roy Orbison hits, and I'm, I'm missing a lot of them. But you know, he I had know, a very, yeah. very good He's voice. One of his Traveling Little Berry songs was like,
0: You always said that I'd be back I can't again. resist this. I'm yeah. Down, 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 down.
1: I have to look up that now. I'd come running to you in the was there. just such a... Yeah, oh, his
0: voice. <laughs> write I that, write happy, that down. I get oh, I can't say write that. Write down well I can't say I that. Know. Oh that's the Lord's name. It's I got uh, I did not take it in vain. I took it okay. in, in oh. glory. That oh. was glory. I was thinking In dreams.
1: In dreams. Oh. And you got it. Anything you want, you got it.
0: Anything you need, you got it, baby. Yeah.
1: Anything yeah. at all, you got it,
0: baby.
1: That's it. And then oh, only, my... the oh, only the Lonely in Dreams crying. crying. So oh, cheepers,
0: so creepers. I didn't Thank say you it this I said Cheez-Its. Did, you, did said you write down the thing? Cheese.
1: its Cheese. Okay, okay. its it. You heard me. Anyway, you can tell we have this. Do you know what I can tell? What can you tell? What are you feeling? We have we have a charge, an energy in our bodies of like, it's been a while since the three of us have been able to just jam in a room there together. There a
0: charge.
1: There's a the charge, yeah. In the air. Yeah, I can feel it. It's electric. Huh? I feel it. It's, it's, it's electrified. It's electrified. Good. Yeah. It's another good one. Yeah, another not guy. a good Roy Orbison tune, but a good good, tune. another great song. Another <laughs> yeah. great song. Yeah. But how is everyone doing? Welcome to the buyer friendly podcast. Um, if this is your first time here, this is what you can expect from the show: is we start the show just being our weird selves and vamping and singing Roy Orbison tunes and just just being always, silly boys. Always and girls. Roy
0: Orbison tunes. Always. At the beginning of <laughs> every, every <podcast>.
1: episode. <laughs> what we do is we pretend <laughs> that we don't know the Roy Orbison uh-huh. songs from week to week, uh-huh, uh, and then, then, then we, we, we tr- them yes. And, just, and just,
0: then we try to encourage people to look them up. This is actually the Roy Orbison podcast. Yeah, we are we, we, when we, before we started
1: the show, we contacted the Orbison estate. Yes. And we said, we need a sponsor. And they said, well if you can like, you know Point just, people to their music every she week. You can
0: tie them in somehow, artfully,
1: <laughs> artfully, <laughs> without anybody knowing you're doing it. That was in the contract. If you artfully. could
0: be very artful about it and very kind yeah. of quiet, like under the, you don't, we don't want people to know they're being no, advertised no, to. No, no. We Psst. want them to to feel like it's natural, like right. it's you know, right.
1: So and we do so that real. every week, so welcome to the show, and ne- then we get to environmental subjects, mm-hmm. and we 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 are mostly stay in mostly what you know to be the topics of sustainability, but sometimes we step a little bit out, we get we a little swerve. crazy. We, we swerve we swerve a little bit. Yeah, because we, we talk about social sustainability, like things you can do to help yourself, your life. You talk yeah. we talk about all sorts of subjects. Yeah, and
0: yeah, we talk we do, we talk about kindness. Yeah, we talk about kindness.
1: We talk about the dangers of like social media and getting too yeah. buried into clickbait and yeah. articles. We talk about space. Talk about space. We talk about, we talk about all sorts of stuff. It's not a cool space stuff.
0: podcast, but it comes up. Absolutely. Definitely. We yeah. we talk about existence.
1: We do. Yeah. We talk about beavers. We talk about We did water. talk about
0: we spend a lot of time and on we beavers. Todd actually how <laughs> much time we spend working on beavers. Time. We're always working beavers. Always.
1: <laughs> um welcome to the show. Hi Veronica, how are you doing? Hi, yeah. I am lovely. You She is, is lovely. Mm-hmm. She can't help it. Uh, well, the funniest part of today's show is going to be us h- hitting up the tags.
0: Yeah? Because it Oh, been, no.
1: We have tags. We have tags. And we haven't done them for five weeks. And so I'm already in my brain going, I have no idea what was the so last thing. Fun. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> so yes, fun. For those of you who don't know, at the end of the show. We, uh, it's tradition. We do our tags. The yeah. one the, We begin with, with the same one, the, the tag mm. of the show, the official tag, yeah. and then everything else is made up year by year, and at mm. the end of the year, the slate gets cleaned, and we start over. And that makes so it more difficult. We're now in that kind of dog days part where we usually remember the first few, but then we've got a couple new ones that we forget. It's not until... It's not until we like get them November, November, we December. Really are we are yeah. we hit our stride and we get them all, and then we forget them, and
1: then we forget them all, and then we start in January, all, and then we again. delete everything, and then your brain Deleted. searches over the past two hundred and twenty one episodes, years. yeah, two <laughs> hundred <laughs> twenty one years.
0: We have been on for a long time. It's a long show. Long. It's a long show. very show is exhausting. It is
1: <laughs> since eighteen twenty three.
0: It's so exhausting.
1: So exhausting. But uh, in the best
0: kind of way. I mean, it's good to be back. We wear you out the way you want to be worn out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> mentally. Yes. Mentally exhausted. Emotionally, mentally. Yeah.
1: Yeah, spiritually. Spiritually.
0: Spiritually, spiritually. and a little physically. <laughs> okay.
1: Karmically? Karmically. Um, yeah. should we get to the subject?
0: Yeah. Is that, is it okay? Do we just jump right in? I, I mean, we we've barely me
1: talked anything. about anything. I know, I know, all right? We've barely talked about anything. We've, we've... <laughs> well, I want to say that we talk about
0: things How are you, are... Jacob? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, how are you guys? I'm great. How we asked you? Veronica and then yeah. we didn't, we didn't ask they you. They don't really. need to know about hey, how- Jacob, they can I... No. Jacob. No. Don't, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't possibly. We in a world yeah, where don't. people actually care what you're up to.
1: I'm doing great. It's been a good summer. It's been a busy summer. It's yeah. been one of those summers where I blinked and it was already like we're halfway more than it through July.
0: How did that happen?
1: And I just don't know. I feel like we just started June and it was yeah. like... It was one of those summers. And so I'm, yeah. I'm doing great, but I just, I want my summer back. Yeah, in a blink, it was over. <laughs> it's over, yeah. yeah. Although now it's the fun part because, you know, once we hit, like, September, then it uh, gets towards spooky season. Oh. And then it gets towards Thanksgiving. And then it gets towards Christmas. And that's the most that wonderful time of year. goes so
0: fast, but it's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's my jam. So, uh, September Absolutely. onward, I just. Absolutely.
1: Once we hit,
0: once we it's clear good. August,
1: kids are in school. And it's like, yeah, it'll still be warm. But once you hit September, you're like, oh, this is the
0: beginning. Yeah. This is fall. Yes. Yeah. And it cools down. It does. It does. Yeah. Takes a minute Takes in LA. Takes a hot minute in LA. It does take a hot minute. We're now in that part of the, the year in LA. We've been talking a lot this year about how cool it's been and how yeah. overcast and but it's raining it is, all the
1: time. it is hot now. LA is showing us what it's about. LA is yeah. going. Remember when we said we said a couple of weeks ago we said we're gonna be missing this because we were complaining about the rain and the cold being over and we were like in a couple of weeks when it's like a hundred outside we're gonna be we're gonna be missing this.
0: I already miss it. I already miss it. Yeah, I do. How are you doing, Noel? I'm good. I'm glad to be home. Yes, I am too. I'm glad to be home. Glad to be home. It's been a lot of travel. Lot of travel, a lot of guys. Being, of getting getting out of the town and mm-hmm. doing things. Some of it totally for fun. I got to be in Hawaii for a week, which is incredible. Celebrating, yes. you know, Mom and Dad's 50th anniversary. Wonderful. Go, Mom and Dad. Whoop, whoop. Go, Mom and Dad. Uh, that was amazing. Like, it's just an amazing, relaxing, Boys. wonderful week. But we just happened to sandwich it with three trips. Yeah. So that was a bit much. That was stupid. That was poorly done. We talked about me. that. Yeah. We talked about
1: that. We said we we yeah. scheduled work trips around our vacations, and it was uh, it was a lot. It was a lot to leave the airport, turn around, and go back leave the airport go turn around come back and takes it out of you when you have
0: back. yeah when you have an afternoon at home yeah. <laughs> before going back to the whole airport, afternoon you just you you, you want to kill yourself yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It gets it gets gets yeah. rough. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds like like that's such a first world problem. So I like, know. Oh my god, you get to travel, you get to see the world. And that's true. I do get to travel and I do get to see the world. The problem is when you travel for work, you're not traveling to see the world.
1: And you're not traveling to relax. You're no. gonna go and do work things and then you get home and then you turn around and you do it again. You have
0: meetings from six AM until yeah. ten at night. Yeah. And then you're in a suitcase and yes. you're in and out of the suitcase. You're in and a and suitcase. then you're in out of random hotels and you forget where you are. You're like, Where what? And you wake up sometimes totally disoriented. And like, you're where, like, what city are we where in? Where are we right yeah. now? Yeah, exactly. And that gets old after a minute. It's really fun at first, actually. It is. When we were first doing it, I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> of the era. Yeah. But then when your kids stop celebrating that you're coming home because they're so used to you being gone. Yeah, you're like, you're, you come in the door and they go, like, hey, and you're like, like oh, hey, hey I've been gone like for a, a week. Where's the hug? <laughs> where's the scream and the hello and the what? Like, oh, you left? I thought yeah. you. you know, yeah, that's, that's when you, cool. you know, again, you want to kill right. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> He's kidding. Of I course. don't want to kill myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those people listening and on, on the the yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a, it's a bad joke. It's a hyperbole. It's a, bad it's a hyperbolic, hyperbolic I'm, I'm statement. Being hyperbolic.
1: Yes. But with that being said, we will get to the subject today.
0: Yes. Um, today
1: we deal with
0: <laughs> before the day ends. Before we will the end day to the ends, we we'll get to
1: the subject. We deal with stuff that's in the water. <laughs> we do. We deal with stuff that's in the land. We do. We deal with stuff that's all around us and talk about a lot of subjects. Mm-hmm. But you. Just mentioned it again.
0: What did I do? Space! Space. I called it? You called it. Uh, ladies, I couldn't believe you said it. I don't actually he, get told what the topics are before we do them. So it's 90, very exciting. 95% of
1: the time, yeah. Noel and Ronnie come into the show just completely clueless as to what we're going to be talking it's a about. Surprise. But this time, this was one of those times. And there's the only rare occasions that I've told you is because I've been like, I know that Noel knows this subject, and I'm going to need him to come in with, like, the the knowledge. And so I want him to have, like, a, yeah. an awareness of what we're Sometimes about to talk
0: Sometimes I'll about. get warned. Yeah. Yeah, so warned. Then, to be like, bring I the thunder. Light.
1: Yeah, bring the thunder. Bring yeah. the heat. Heat. But today we're not just talking about space. We're talking about space junk. Oh, God. I
0: know. I yeah, know. this is a thing. This is a thing. This is a thing, ladies and gentlemen. This is a thing. And yeah. so it's
1: one of those things that it is out of sight, out of mind for all of us here walking around on planet Earth, right? But people looking up in the night sky, astronomers and people studying, uh, it's in the way. And people who are up there in the space stations and whatnot, it's a problem. Have you ever seen the movie Gravity? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So yes, Gravity. You went, yes. Now, thankfully. But I don't want to give away the, the. I won't. I won't. You know. I won't. So I won't give away the story. But. Gravity is the one movie. So when I was a kid, I always wanted to go into space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always wanted to go into space. Yeah, yeah. And when I saw the when you I wanted saw, to be an astronaut. I wanted to be an astronaut. When I saw a space shuttle for the first time in real life, I cried. Yeah. I used to watch movies like Space Camp. I wanted yeah. to go into space.
0: I was a huge Star Trek fan. I thought, yeah. man, if I could be on a ship like that Ugh, and just amazing. soar across this just across the universe. Amazing. It was yeah. just always something
1: that fascinated me. Yeah. But once I saw the film Gravity, which came out in 2013, that made me go, you know what? I'm going to stay down here because it was very intense. It's a very intense film. But the thing that occurred in that movie that is the the big, is this collision between satellites. And that has thankfully not happened as often as you think. I think there was a big catastrophic one in 2009 in my research. Mm. But so we have a hundred trillion bits of old satellites circling the planet. Yeah. it's a lot of them. Yeah. It's a lot of satellites out and about. And it's like that beginning of Wally. e when you're coming in on the planet, and you can see there's just like stuff floating all around. That now the, remember
0: when you just so you can get the concept. We're not talking about there's that many satellites out there. We're talking about okay. So for debris, instance, debris, debris, debris. Right. Debris. It's like it's, it's like not that many bits satellites of garbage. Like yeah. little, little tiny bits of of, totally. of stuff. Which there's a lot of fun stuff we can talk about. Yeah. Regarding that, but um, like there were there were some there was a, a series of satellites, and I might have this not exactly right, but essentially. Uh, this was done by by China. They did not want they didn't need the satellites anymore. They didn't want the tech to be stolen, so they made the decision to just obliterate the satellites. Yes, as opposed to
1: Russia did the you same, know,
0: bringing them down. And Russia has done the same. Mm-hmm. When you obliterate satellites and just explode them, you think, "Oh, this is good. That'll just make them go away, and then nobody can find them. Nobody can steal our tech. This is going to be great." The problem with doing that is you make an entire field of like it's a cloud of debris that. Literally can't you can't travel through it because you got to remember in space, any satellite that's put up there, it l- feels like it's still. Well, if you were sitting on it, feel like it's like it's not moving at all because you're in space. There's no gravity, but actually, it's in orbit, which means it is moving. eternally falling at thousands and thousands of miles, like thirty thousand miles per hour. Yeah. So you've got little tiny bits of speck that if you are not traveling at the same speed or at the in, in, a, in a relative orbit. Those things will fly through whatever you have at 30,000 miles an hour. <laughs> yep. That he, destroys anything and everything. He is
1: correct. He is correct. That's the thing that uh, you don't think about that Gravity kind of alerted me to and other films. Is, and they are factoring. He's right. It's, it's not 100 trillion satellites are out there. They are literally counting. Bullets. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're counting uh, paint chips. They're, they're, that is in the accumulation. It's just something as small as a paint chip Which, that is flying it, in the atmosphere. Imagine
0: it going 30,000 miles an hour at you. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. Bullets don't go that fast. It's significantly yeah. fast. It's really, really fast. So these tiny pieces are flying through the atmosphere, and we look at space as this area that things are moving very still, very slow, but right. right. If you're right up there and you're not moving or you're moving just a little bit slower and that thing's just going like that, it just goes right through you. So it's one of those things that it's an issue. And thankfully, this was impressive. We really know what's up there. We we have a good monitoring system as to where things are on the trajectory and the paths and all that. But there's a lot of satellites that are inoperable, not working anymore, and they're up there. And we've kind of done up there in space what we've done on Earth, which is we'll worry uh, about it later. We'll fix, it, it, one later. We'll we'll fix worry. it one day. We'll
0: just send another one up and another one up. Yeah. So it says. Well, and that's just with with uh, with private enterprise. Mm-hmm. That's only getting worse. Exactly. Like, so, I mean, worse to some to some people's mind, it's getting better, right? You think right. think of the uh, of, uh, Earthling, right? Not Earthling, the uh, uh, space, space. Sky, Starlink, Skylink. one of those Sky Star Space guys. It's Earth. been a long, I'm Still asleep. It's Elon okay. Musk it's Company. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. a, it's it's SpaceX. No, well, no. he's in Starlink. 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 Um, they but basically you're, you've got a network of satellites around the entire. Globe, right, 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 and those satellites can then give you access to the internet and to cellular phones from anywhere on the planet. That's yeah. the idea: that anywhere you are, you can have access. Yeah, that's the, that's that's yeah. the plan, That's the concept. Yeah, which is really great when you think about. Wow, I could be in the middle of a, the desert of, of somewhere where there's no reception. It's impossible to be found. Well, no, now you can be. You just. You turn on your phone, pick it up, and boom, they can spot you, and then yeah. get rescued. Yeah. Or on an ocean somewhere, if you're playing plane crash, whatever. Like this, we've seen so many times where it's like, where's the person? Yeah. It's, it's a great way to be able to keep everybody connected, to be able to find you, to be able to have connection at all times. The downside is you literally have thousands upon thousands of satellites everywhere. The whole yes. thing is, yes. is Like You've got satellites around all of the planet.
1: There's a lot of space up there. Um, and is they refer to it as the lower Earth orbit, the leO, and that's where most of them go because that's the space that that's just as far as they need to get up to. And there's a lot of, like you said, smaller company companies, not these big massive things that are just getting them their their satellites up there to get their businesses launched. So it says, the world generates 2.1 billion, uh, 2.01 billion tons of municipal solid waste annually with landfills groaning under the stress. We've delivered more than 170 trillion plastic particles to the oceans and continue to do so at an alarmingly rapid rate. Land and sea literally littered with trash. So where else do we have to turn? Well, the final frontier, of course, space. But unfortunately... Um, The number of satellites in orbit is expected to increase from 9,000 today to over 60,000 by 2030, with estimates suggesting that there are already more than 100 trillion untracked pieces of old satellites circling the planet. And that's to your point of pieces, not whole satellites, debris, things that have exploded. They
0: generally know where the... Where the clouds of those are, right? Or or like if you imagine it as a cloud of debris, like they don't—they don't know what each individual one is doing. But thankfully, if something is in orbit, to some degree, it is still, even though we talked about thirty thousand miles an hour, because it is once you're up there, the only way to really stay up there is to put yourself into orbit.
1: Orbit. Which mm-hmm. means you
0: are also falling. And then you start to deal with the theory of relativity, right? Yeah. Things that are relative move relative to each other. Exactly. So if everybody's going 30,000 miles an hour, nobody's going 30,000 <laughs> miles an hour. Exactly. And so exactly. that's kind of the, that's that's how you, that's can... how you get around it. That's how they, they don't have their satellites all crashing into each other and their spaceships getting destroyed as they they know where they are and they know how to plan around them.
1: Exactly. It's about getting it into the orbit. So Mm -hmm. before you think that this is just nothing but a bummer run, and I'm just going to sit here and tell you about all the bad things, I'm telling you where we're at, but there are plans in action to fix this problem. Can I take a
0: guess? Uh, Yeah, you can. Who here has seen Spaceballs? I have. Okay. I believe Mm -hmm. that we can make... Yes. ...a gigantic Statue of Liberty... That's the one. That has a vacuum cleaner. Mm -hmm. And instead of using it for the nefarious purpose of sucking away the atmosphere, they can use it for the good purpose of sucking away the debris.
1: You guessed it. That is, that is what they're doing. They're building a giant Statue of Liberty with a vacuum cleaner. What did they and call her again?
0: Uh, I they they had a name for that for that.
1: She's gone from She's sucked to blow. blow. Um, we, that, is a, that is on the list of movies that we're showing Veronica. And I cannot <gasps> oh, wait to get to Spaceballs.
0: That's a kind of combination. A moron puts on his suit on his luggage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, he
1: goes, what's his password? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> That's odd. That's the combination uh, on my, my luggage. luggage. Yep. Um, so now the thing is, is satellites are important. It says satellite technology provides a broad range of social and environmental benefits. It allowed allowed to grow without governing. Large parts of Earth's orbit could become unusable. Satellites mm-hmm. are vital to the health of our people, economies, security. And Earth itself. So they're they're not like we just need to stop doing this, because we really have advanced as a species being able to communicate, track things, know what's going on in our weather patterns, know what's going on down the ground to be able to map the earth. It's helpful.
0: At this point, it would be it would be the end of the world as we know it. Right, right, right. If you
1: just took away everybody's <laughs> satellites, yeah. yeah, it would be people a would be pretty messed up. We'd be pretty messed I up. I mean, in
0: the end, some we'd be fine, but it would be a it would be right. a huge shock. There'd be an yeah. entire
1: generation like this.
0: I don't know what to do. (laughs) I can't call. I can't text. I can't. What am I
1: supposed to do? So they're trying to figure out ways of getting it down. So that's where I come to round one of the solutions. Here come the space tugs. Space tugs? Space tugs. Okay. So I had to highlight this right uh, um, out of the gate. It says they're trying. Oh, well, actually, let me read what it is first. Okay. Okay. SpaceX. Is teaming up with the maker of a space tugboat, which could nudge satellites around, clean up space junk, and do other orbital housekeeping.
0: I mean, if they want to continue on their business, they're going to have to come up with a solution. Because you just won't be able to get things up there if you're dealing with space debris everywhere. Exactly. So, Noel's joke about space balls
1: and the giant statue vacuuming, they are trying to launch these devices that, once deployed... Something inflatable comes out of it, opens up a sale... Opens up a thing, and then it like goes out towards the trash and starts to gather it together, and then it has the ability to kind of pull it back down to Earth and bring it back down into our atmosphere to get it out of there.
0: Remember, if you're thinking about what we talked about earlier, which is which is just debris flying at crazy speeds at you. In this case, no, you would you would do the math, yeah, and you would have it going the same speed. It would be as if it was just floating next to you. You could actually pick it up quite safely.
1: Absolutely, and and the collisions, as much as there is stuff up there, it's an issue. Like. they have to, the ISS has to be told where to avoid debris. That's like a common occurrence. You need to steer the space station out of the path here, and they have to navigate around it. And I think that that's why it's becoming more and more of an issue. I, you know, I'd love to get Kevin's input on this, like how much they have to deal with debris. Yeah. I, I You know, we should get him uh, to talk told, to him after this. Kevin me
0: the most interesting thing about, about, that I didn't realize about What's the that? space station and just what they're putting up there and shuttles they put up there in general. But like, they don't, you'd think of the space station, the outside of it mm-hmm. as like really hard, solid, totally metal. Like you, you think of, of Star Trek, you yeah, think of the Star like Wars, a like, like a ship, like a hard, right, right. they make the outside of that thing of like a, of a soft material that is thick and can absorb. Really? Yeah.
1: That's so surprising.
0: And it's, and they do that because, and Kevin, you know, th- I, Kill me if I've got this wrong, I, you know... <laughs> Please kill him. This is, kill him. That, this is kill him that, I, that I got. With all your might. From watching. So, so uh, you know, this isn't something I know firsthand, but Kevin would, would be brilliant to talk about right, it. Right. But basically, the idea is you don't want to have something that's hard that you can pierce a hole through anyway, because if it's going fast enough, like little bits of debris in space that are coming in towards Earth that you didn't predict, if that thing go, goes tagging into it, like you, I think, just... Puncture the whole puncture thing. Puncture the whole thing, and you're done. Right, right. So what they do instead is it's like... A, it's a giant, big, fluffy, absorbent cushion, wow. and so like when the when it flies through, it gets caught in there, and there's holes all all over it, but they're they're fine. They've got it worked yeah, out. They know yeah. they they know based on odds and math yeah. how like how many are probably going to be per year and how often they have to replace things. And, but, but yeah. basically it's like a cushion yeah. that catches and slows down the rock and stops it.
1: That's fascinating. Yeah. And it, it makes sense as to when I saw the, um, when you go to the California science center and you see the shuttle, which I can't remember the name of what that shuttle is they have on display. But when you see it up close, you see a shuttle from far away or you play with a shuttle toy. It's all one solid service. But when you get up close to it, there's all these tiny little squares everywhere and you go, that is not at all what I thought it would look like up close. Yeah. So it did look like it was of a material yeah. that was very surprising. Yeah. Whereas from a distance, you're like, that's oh, just like a sh- like what we know to be a plane. Yeah. Right? But it's not, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. So um, for the low, low price of $2.25 SpaceX will put your small satellite on a big Falcon 9 rocket and shoot it into orbit with a bunch of similarly small satellites. It's part of a new initiative called the Small Sat Ride Share Program. So basically, so it's... you can Uber it. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can Uber it. That's okay. basically what it is. I need an
0: Uber to space. I need
1: Uber to space. So what they do For my satellite is they pay money to be on one of these ships, and they they cram all these satellites inside the space like Tetris style. And the big dogs, the ones that are like the massive ones, get priority, and then these other little companies get to kind of squeeze in there. And so, but the problem about this, so it says, well, Falcon 9 carried out similar rideshare mission last year. The launch was organized by and another company. you get
0: a satellite. Yeah. And you get <laughs> a satellite. Everybody gets satellites. And you get a satellite.
1: Yeah. So it's one of those things that says the paradigm has started to change with rideshares like SpaceX and tiny rockets meant for smaller, uh, like, uh, meant only for small sats. Um, the, so some of these satellites are like the size of a pencil. So, like, they're really small pieces. Your mom's the size of a pencil. <laughs> what the heck, dude? Sorry, bro. I'm not talking about your mom. Um, the pencils will get the little guys exactly where they want to go. You know, some people don't need to
0: have a satellite that big, bro. You know what? Maybe, I'm, like, a pencil satellite's perfectly I'm okay for your needs.
1: perfectly happy with the size of my satellite, okay? I just, Don't you, know, you got to talk about Brian? satellite size all the time, so man? Not, there's a
0: lot going on. <laughs> In space, yeah. nothing to do with whether or not you have a pencil-sized satellite or so not. So
1: sorry, we'll not talk about the pencil-sized satellite. <laughs> Thank anymore. you, bro. Although ride shares are on big rockets don't necessarily set the pocketbook on fire, they also don't always send your satellite where you want it to go. Mm. So that's the challenge. So this is where space tugs come in. They're trying to engineer connecting flights using vehicles called space tugs. And it says this in the article, which is from Wired. It says that's short for space tugboats. The creators of the term possibly not aware of the unfortunate internet connotations of the word tug. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, anyway, so space tugs. What are are those? uh, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew what you were talking about. I am. I am a very innocent-minded person, and I have no clue what they're talking about. Hmm. These vehicles can, among other things, ferry satellites from the busy hub where they got dropped off to the less popular orbits they want to occupy. (laughs) The uncool orbits. Well, that's what what I think is so interesting is that there are in space stupid satellites. There are orbits that are like the ones that nobody wants to go to, and then there's the popular orbit because you're going to have the majority of your customers that can access it from that orbit path right but then there's there's like bad neighborhood orbits yeah there's like literally (laughs) well you you get this orbit but it flies over 90 percent of the time ocean you know what i mean it's it's one of those things that you you have to get the right orbit
0: and so so, to give you guy to give everybody a conceptual understanding it's like does does your orbit go over a lot of cities exactly does exactly. your orbit go over? like so, if you had if you happen to have an orbit that maybe you could get that's easy that doesn't have a lot of traffic, but that that's going. Basically entirely over the Pacific Ocean and then the North Pole and then maybe a part of Australia. Exactly. That's like, okay, I mean, that's technically in orbit, but who are you servicing? Penguins? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not, it doesn't, so it it really does make a difference as to where you are. Are you over a desert most of your orbit? Are you over the ocean most of your orbit? Are you over... Young. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, know.
1: and but, and it makes me understand because I'm a, a rhino's house. Well, and it makes me understand just targeted right <laughs> over that poor rhino's house. <laughs> just a tiny little circular. He's like, we don't need cell service yeah. here, yeah. but that's that's the funny thing, right? Because we think about we think about our cellular data, our internet data, mm-hmm. as being something that's like. So when we go camping and I'm up in the mountains, I'm always like, shouldn't I have the best reception ever? Like I'm I'm up high and I'm like, shouldn't I have like? An, but it, there's no signal. Oftentimes, when you're up in the mountains, it's like there's no. I can't get cell service at all. Yeah, well, they're still
0: mostly. That's mostly done with towers.
1: Is that all towers? Yeah, I I thought maybe it was like because the satellite just isn't. Able to connect to where you are. No, at the, the
0: satellite is—they use that for GPS. Oh. So, like for a little bit of. Well, your, then I'm wrong about a little bit of like like t- like telling you when when to turn and where to go and that stuff to really oh, gotcha. hone in on that. Yeah. Um, and even that is somewhat related to the cell towers. But basically, every every bit of service you're getting is from something on the ground. It is. So that's why you're not getting it. Well, up there. you're getting build above cell it.
1: towers and mountains for Pete's sake. Build a <laughs>
0: cell tower next to my face. <laughs> well, Can I, I wear a hat that's it's it's a cell tower? So
1: funny because when you go camping, the whole point is you're to unplug and not be on your phone at all, but it is funny because when you're out there, you're like, I can't, there's nothing, I can't get, I can't even text anybody that, by the way, I'm alive, not eaten by a bear, can't do it. So, wow. um. Part of the fun. I know, it's part of the fun. Part, part of the of adventure, the right? Yeah. So they are, these vehicles can, among other things, ferry satellites from the busy hub Where they got dropped off to less popular orbits. That's what I just said. Mm -hmm. That way they can ride whatever cheap rocket to whatever generic (laughs) spot and then wave goodbye when the space tug arrives. So, this is a new piece of technology, the space (laughs) tug.
0: Later, Uber. Sorry, I did not get the Uber Black. I couldn't afford it. Couldn't afford (laughs) it. I got the
1: cheap rocket. got the one. I got the Lime Scooter into space. I got the Lime
0: Scooter into space. (laughs) Uh, That's what the pencil
1: is. That's what the pencil is. Worth it. If I get to be on a Lime Scooter, I will be a pencil. Okay, (laughs) deal, deal. So this is a new, uh, from what I can tell, this is kind of a new piece of technology, and they don't have it all figured out. But guess what they're starting to realize? They're like, if we've already created this space tug to get, Satellites into the right orbit, or hitch a ride, and then they transfer it over to somewhere else. They basically take you where you need to go. Can also be used for grabbing stuff. It could also, if it's being, if it's transferring, ferrying across, it could grab things while it's up there. So that's one of the solutions for getting rid of space junk that they're talking about doing. I love it. Yeah, but now I love
0: it. We're gonna head on over. If you can use the, if you can use. The corporate greed of all these other little companies that exactly. want to have their satellite mm-hmm. in the sky mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make a thing that you can also use for good—I am for it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's have those Uber riding. Yes. Pay. Write Just go ahead and write that down. Yeah, write I said down. that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, go ahead and pay for for the cleanup of space. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in.
1: I'm in too. Yeah. I'm in too. So this is uh, obviously a a new problem as of the 1950s. This all began before the Soviet Union launched humanity's first artificial satellite, Sputnik, in 1957. So-called space junk did not exist. While it's so prevalent that um, they informed this article that earth dwellers could gaze at pure night sky are forever over. So we have... It's enough of a problem now in our modern day that if you are a stargazer or astronomer or somebody who has a telescope, you're going to have aberrations and things in your view that are from satellites and things passing by. And it's enough of a problem that if you're capturing data from space, there's something that's like
0: you have to account for it.
1: You have to account for it. And so they're going just like with our waters, just with like with our waste. We got to figure something out. Well, thankfully, just recently it said uh, NASA released its new report earlier this month on orbital orbital debris remediation. So there is a plan in place to get it out of there. Good. And, yeah, and one of those are
0: lasers. Lasers. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Lasers, both ground-based and space-based, that can zap away vast quantities of small debris, anything between one and ten c- centimeters across. Just-in-time collision avoidance, meaning attaching lasers or rockets to satellites and other important spacecraft to push away debris and deploying sweeper s- spacecraft—sorry, that's hard to put your mouth around—sweeper mm-hmm. spacecraft that would physically pick up various debris items.
0: So we're not getting the vacuum cleaner no, we're de- attached w-
1: to No, the- we're—well— I actually, was, we've been thinking about what do we want to get into next Empire friendly Yeah. I'm thinking it's time we build that,
0: I just, the
1: giant Statue of Liberty. I feel backpack.
0: like they already came up with the idea.
1: I feel like all we do, all mm-hmm. we do, mm-hmm. is take a couple screenshots, screenshots. of the movie Spaceballs, mm-hmm. that scene in yeah, particular, yeah. Yeah, and we yeah. go into a billionaire's office and we go, we figured it out. This is it. And you, what you bank on is yeah. that everybody in that room who's a billionaire has never seen <laughs> Spaceballs. Spaceballs. And they think
0: we And they think it's our idea. Brilliant. Yeah. Or because they're a,
1: all young. Or a government grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go in and they go, and there's one guy in the room, this guy in the back, Frank, and he's like, is that from Spaceballs? I mean, and we go, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What? <laughs> Spaceballs <laughs> That's not even a thing That's not even a thing <laughs> And and all the All the millennials And younger people In the front row Are like They're like they're like, w- We have to apologize For Frank He's old Frank's a boomer He's a boomer And he knows These old movies Not like you young 32 year olds Pitching us This amazing it's Space a vacuum Great idea, idea. It's You're amazing So
0: glad we finally Got a couple 32 year olds In here to yeah, pitch something yeah, That's what is, we're gonna it's do Constantly people In their 40s so Which I'm, is getting so tiring
1: I think that Sick of those people Who so are in their 40s Sick of Gen Xers us. Coming in here, with so their, annoying. With their movie. But references. you guys are
0: 32. Which so is rad. Great.
1: So they're gonna. They're. I think that we should invest in the vacuum cleaner. But until that time, they're gonna shoot lasers, mm. pew pew pew, mm-hmm. from the ground yes. from spacecraft, and that's to get things to move out of the way. But it's also to move it into a path where they could start to collect things and get it down, yeah. get it out of there, get it out of the atmosphere. Because we got to do
0: it. Well, clean up space. I love it. So between NASA's plan and uh, and the SpaceX plan, I think we'll be there'll be no debris left. In, in at least a couple, least oh, a couple, couple hundred weeks. years. A couple
1: weeks. What? Oh, what? I'm sorry. In a couple hundred years. A hundred years? years? <laughs> <laughs> we'll Jacob, see, I need to go to space before that. I know. I know. And, and here's the problem is that they have said that they think that, a lot of the campaigns to get debris out of space will just make people in, in business and corporations with money go, oh, perfect. You're clearing out room. Right, there's more spots. <laughs> exactly. That that will be
0: the, the first thought. Is it like, great. I'm glad you got rid of that old satellite. All right. Send it up. I wish I, I wish that we lived in a world where we could predict, like look at the trends and actually predict what legislation should be put in place to stop a problem before it happens. I wish that. Yeah, I, I'm, this is my this is my dream for the world. Yeah, but we live in a world where what happens is something catastrophically wrong goes on. Yeah, yeah. And then people go, oh, we should probably re- legislate against that so yeah. it doesn't happen again.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: then they and then you get legislation, which then works for like thirty or forty years before people find loopholes and then they break that, and then you have to then do another. And then it's yeah, it. yeah. So we're not going to probably have the space thing fixed. No. In terms of people clogging up our space. Yeah. For about two hundred years, but by then it'll be clean. So. Yes,
1: it'll, it'll be, be it'll clean. be fine. And and by the way, it, NASA goes on to mention they're 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 kind of a they're kind of bothered by the the SpaceX. You're taking up a bunch of tiny satellites inside your your ship for their price. They're like, hey, we you guys got to stop sending up so much stuff. So they're kind of that's that's one of the issues. Agree. Yeah,
0: I yeah, agree. So, I, I lo- look, I love the, the I tech. love the idea. I love the concept of bringing us closer together. I think that's really cool. Yeah. But if we don't have a plan that everybody agrees on and that everybody's up for, I, it's going to be a mess. And just taking up every company's little satellite on a I mean that's the downside to these Falcon rockets. Yeah. Is I, once you start to to monetize taking your stuff to space, yeah. There's not you're not going to be able to see. It is going yeah, to be Wally. Yeah. It's going to be Wally. Wally? Wally. Wally. It is yeah. going to be Wally. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I'm bugged by it, too. Yeah. So, I, and I, f- I wish that we would do something to limit it. I yeah. do. I think we have to. If you don't force companies to limit that, they're just going to go bananas. Yeah. So, because why wouldn't they? I
1: yeah. want to make a point to call it out because, you know, Kevin, our friend, is with NASA. And so that we were talking about this you know SpaceX launching up these rockets with this kind of fair you know bringing up these smaller satellites and then ooh we could have these tugboats to go collect and these are solutions of what the current situation is now like how we could maybe utilize that tech to solve another problem but NASA right out of the gate is saying like hey everybody needs to stop piling into these rockets with your business and setting up stuff in, uh, up into space until we figure out how to get some of the stuff out of there, and so it, it is a little bit of a, a tug of war about the tugboats. Yeah, they, they say it's a space tug of war. It is
0: a tug of war. It's a tug of
1: war. A tug
0: yeah, a tug. Not the way the internet. Not thinks. the
1: way. Which I don't know what that means.
0: No, but the but, way. But like literally tugging back and mm-hmm, forth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as if you were holding ropes yeah. and playing that fun.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we're talking about.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm. I'm I am. Yeah. Okay. One of the the upsides to the way that that uh, SpaceX and Tesla and the rest of them, the way they operate, is that things happen pretty quickly. Like you move much faster than expected to get things done because right. it's sort of a cowboy way of doing it. Which is, we're going to do it, and if something goes wrong, we'll apologize and fix that later. But we're just going to do it. That's that's, like how they, we've all, that's
1: how we've always done. Yeah. Like
0: in Florida, they blew up the whole like launch pad and like put the bunch of just like crazy air pollution into the area because they were just like, well, we, we got to launch it. Let's go. <laughs> right. And so right, they right. just, they just exploded a gigantic rocket filled with rocket fuel. Yeah. And yeah, it just yeah. went everywhere. Yeah. You know, and then Florida's kind of like, Oh, what are you going to do? See, see, Science. It's Elon. He's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. at the same way, so yeah. Okay. You learned a lot from doing that about yeah. how not to launch an even bigger Falcon rocket. But, was that the best way to go about it right. for all the people around you? I don't right. know uh, is is this idea of, of oh, we're just gonna send the satellites up there and you know if it's a problem well, eh, figure it out. well figure it out like that's there's something to be said as a pro but there's something definitely to be said as a con and i i, I don't I don't know that we can just ignore it anymore is my yeah. point although I think we will yeah mm.
1: so I think that one of the reasons why I wanted to do this subject today is oftentimes the spirit behind the biofriendly podcast is we're making you aware awareness of your world around you. It's very easy to get up, brush your teeth, shower, go to work, come for yourself. (laughs) It's impossible for you. I can barely get my teeth, barely brush these teeth, complicated, but you can go through your day and,
0: and not stop
1: and take a look at the world around you.
0: You have to, Brush while you rotate. I know it's impossible. I'm. You're so sorry. You're going back and forth while up and down. We'll work simultaneously. On this. I promise you. And will. you have to hit every side of every tooth, even the ones in the back.
1: We will work on this. I and promise. we haven't gotten started on flossing. We've got you. We've got you. Classes lined up, and you're going to figure this out. <laughs> but you walk through your world, and you. Don't notice the little things, what's in your water, what's, you know, the way trash is adding up and things like that. And we do this not to be like, oh no, you have to be overwhelmed. You have to be overwhelmed. There's nothing that can be done. Mm -hmm. No, it's that the more awareness you have about your environment and the things that are going on around you, now look up, look up at the sky and understand that. Because There's of, the, trash there. There's trash. There's trash and it's adding up and people are adding more to it, just like they are to your neighborhoods, your streets. It's, it, we have the tendency to make a lot of stuff and that stuff ends up getting thrown places. And one of those places is space. And so we need to be aware and active and knowing, hey, maybe I don't need to have everything accessible all the time. Yeah, it's I mean, this is
0: again. We talked about camping earlier. Yeah. That's the like being forced to unplug
1: is important. Is a
0: good thing every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, to, to just be like, I'm gonna be out here, yeah, in, in nature. I I don't I don't my, know my what the was, answer is. But. My daughter was telling me a story today about she's like, well, sometimes when I go to these these college camps. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's nice when you have a friend or two there because if you go and you don't know anybody, it isn't kind of like it was when I was a, a kid where you were sitting there and you naturally and easily made a friend because what else are you going to do? You're, right. you're sitting there with someone. It's right. so like at lunchtime you go there and the people who don't know each other, like you'll try to talk to them, but then they just kind of pull out their phone and stare, wow. at, them, stare at their phone. Because of the right. nerves, right? Because people get nervous. I mean, like, well, I'll just do this because this is—I know I can be safe doing this. But people get nervous when they have to meet each other and talk to each other, yeah. unless they're forced to do it. Right? They, not everybody will. In fact, a right. lot of people don't. Right. So, just, it's, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's a, it's a, it's, it's a new world and it's a great world, but you do want to kind of get yourself back in touch with just, you know. Life itself.
1: Yeah, I, I what's wish. What's around you? See I wish going. camps would encourage like there to be you know periods of time where no
0: phones. Yeah, I mean I think this is like Hard. the lunch break. I think because it's these are gymnastics camps and yeah. they they spend so much time working. Yeah, I get it. That I in get that it. little break where they're where they're getting their lunch and catching up between getting back out there to work again, I, I think sense. they're just not going to bother the kids. Yeah, you know?
1: I know. I and my my son, the way that he plays you know on the computer with his friends it's just it's just a different world now you know like we can it can be a saturday and he can be in his room for 7 hours and uh, i'm like it's time for him to take a break but i can hear him in his room and he's talking to five other people mm-hmm. and they've been hanging out all day doing games and like making each other laugh and i'm like ah, i used to go outside to do that but we live in a world now where that's all virtual it's all virtual and they they actually can't do the things that I was able to do as a kid, because I don't live in an environment where they can just barrel down the street and go play and and be in the park. Unless we coordinate with the parents and we meet up at a park and you know, whatever. It's like, it's just, the world has kind of changed where I live. It's not, they're, they're not down the road like they used to be. It's not the neighborhood kids. It's the school friends that don't live close. And so you can work out play dates. It can still happen, but it's just, the world has changed and so it's finding that balance of having that social time with your friends, but also understanding that the things are different and that they play virtually.
0: A whole pocket of my son's best friends, he has never met in person. Totally, never met him. Totally, like he's met them. He's met them in in the game. In that games, they did, like they're designing games like worlds. that's that's yeah. what they make these worlds and they do them together and they go out and they like there's this whole game that he's part of the creation team for it and those are like that's a pocket of his best friends and they spend yeah. hours on it and they work on it they, coordinate and they laugh it.
1: and they joke and he, they have inside jokes yes. and things that they do and they don't
0: even get to see each other yeah he met them there he hangs yeah. out with them there that's where they and they are legitimately friends yeah Yeah, I know my my son's one of his friends
1: from middle school is moving on to another school at high school and it was he was really sad about it. And then I was like, you know, I mean, you guys hang out online. He could literally move to another city and you guys could still keep going. It's just very different. It would be a bummer not to see him every day at school. But it's, you know, we live in a world now that if you want to hang out with somebody who lives in another part of the country another part of the world, can be done. Yeah. You know, so so those are the benefits that bring us together and cool aspects. I'm not, I'm, and I'm not saying we need to stop having satellites, but your knowledge of this now Maybe you'll when I don't know. I don't know what you can do with it. I don't know what you can do with it because this is you know launching things into space isn't something that the everyday person can really get involved with.
0: But well, step one is acknowledging that something's happening. Yes, I guess right? so, and that's yeah. what this is. You you have to acknowledge that it's happening because if you acknowledge that it's happening, then you can start to talk about it. Yeah, and if you start to talk about it, then that kind of brings a little bit of pressure. Yeah, because really, all this needs is organization. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's that's really all it is. It's just you can't have you can't have the Uber of space, which is what you know, which it seems that's what SpaceX yes. is trying to yeah. be. Yeah, the
1: Uber you of Space. You can't have
0: the Uber of space determining where everything goes. Right. Unilaterally. Yeah. It just does that that's not very fair to all it's an international thing. Everybody on the world wants to use some space. Yeah. And everybody in the country probably has some interest in what's happening up there. At some point we are going to travel out there we are going to go through we, this stuff has to be organized yeah. and there's a lot of people who are perfectly capable of doing it. All it is is it's complicated math, but it's math and there are people who know how to do it. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where over time we got to just slowly build up the, the, the knowledge about it, the interest in the topic and then get people to start to you, know, you lobby with your words, you yeah. just say, hey we want, we want this to be controlled. Yeah. We want this to be understood. We want this to be organized so that we can have satellites but also have enough space that we're not wasting at all and we're not wallying out. Yeah. and I and hope that, that could be done. It really could be. There's plenty of space up there.
1: Yeah. And I hope that there's a kid listening to this show right now who's like,
0: ah, I have an idea. Yeah.
1: I don't know how to solve it. Yeah. And he grows up and he solves it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Chi, too. I, Whatever.
0: I, I, I don't... It really wouldn't be. It would not be actually that. You, just, you have to decide this is going to happen now. Yeah, yeah. That's really all it is. Yeah. There, there is no shortage of people who could figure out how to be organized the way we They're do They're all this. there.
1: They just have to get organized. Kevin Brayman can do it. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It, it could be done. Yeah. You just need somebody to say, I'm going to take on the project and spend yeah. the next year working all this out and coordinating with all the right people and then making a bit of legislation, international legislation that makes sense. It says, stop sending up pencil satellites. Yeah, or if set, you can send a pencil satellite. You can do but it. But you
1: have to get the other pencil satellite the, down.
0: This is the pencil satellite pocket. This is where they go. This is how many we can have. And by the way, that number would be astronomical. Right. Because there is, you think about how big Earth is. Right. The farther you get away from Earth.
1: The bigger the space. The bigger it gets. Right, right, right. See? It's
0: huge. The, 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 oval, the, the oval, the circle. The, yeah. The flat <laughs> Earth.
1: Go ahead, go ahead. Just share with the audience now flat Earth. Flat when it, when Earth. you get it further away from the plate, the plate gets bigger.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I, I
1: I outed you.
0: I didn't wake up this morning. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You know what? Do You, you want to know the secret? You, wanna you, you want to know what's awake? Your shirt is. Well, I put it on to remind me to wake up. Do you know what happened? What? So I the morning shower is more important to me than I realized. Yeah. And if you're wondering why I smell so great, mm-hmm. it's because I showered last night because I worked out last night. <sighs> So I showered got back from, I got back from the gym and I, and I was, it was horrendous. You were sweating. I was, I was a disaster area. Yeah, yeah. So I cleaned up
1: because like you should. can't,
0: I can't just be Mr. Stinky Face. No. And then you get up in the morning, I'm like, well, I showered last night. If I do it again, I'm a wasting water. i a terrible human. Oh, right. So I just, you know, I deodorized a little water on the face. So but that is
1: the thing that makes you go,
0: ah, that morning shower that gets me going. And so yeah. I'm not quite, I get it. I'm not quite with it today. <laughs>
1: With that being said... Yeah, the t- sphere gets larger. <laughs> the sphere gets larger. That being said, I can't wait to get to these tags. Yeah? I can't wait because with this tire, as, as out of it as you are, it's going to be just a riot. Riot. Let's bring it on. So that was Space Junk. That was space junk, and so there's a problem. They're working on it, and hopefully we're going to figure
0: it out. They're, yes, they're working on, they're working on it. They're working on it. Space
1: lasers, tugboats, space tugs. Part of it. Lasers on the ground, lasers in the up, up in space, uh, avoidance programs. They're trying to find everything from these nets, giant space yes. nets. that are going to gather it and bring it back down to Earth. So they're, 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 working they're working on the cleanup. They're working on the cleanup, they're guys. They're not working on what's coming. Right. They're, exactly. <laughs> exactly, and that's why we're going to build our giant Statue of Liberty with a vacuum cleaner, and we're going to solve it all.
0: Yeah, just even suck up the satellites that people want. It, yes, we're going
1: to get rid of all the satellites. All of it. All of it. And yeah. the Earth's atmosphere yes. is going to get sucked up as well. So that we can take it back to our home. Exactly. That's where the Where we plan. can then blow. That's the plan. And get the oxygen Go, Gone tank. from sucked to blow. Yes. Thank you for listening to this week's BioFriendly Podcast. We are so happy to be back so after be uh, back. five weeks of Summer Nuggets, which Some, were a
0: blast. Summer Nuggets having a blast.
1: Summer Summer Nuggets, Nuggets. time to podcast. We had five weeks of Summer Nuggets and we are glad that we were able to pull those together. And now we're back and we're putting shows out. And um, we cannot continue making this show without your support. So please share Subscribe, tell everyone you know. Make sure you go in, you comment, you give us those thumbs up, those likes, you check us out on YouTube, you send it to your grandma, you send it to your nephew, you say this is the we this are, is the this is the best podcast in history.
0: We are very friendly to the folks who are not agreeing with you on it. So when you're talking yeah. to mom or dad or whoever, and they're like, Oh, that's a bunch of hooey and it's useless and it's stupid. We're not gonna scare them off. Say, you know what, check out this one. This podcast, because Mm -hmm. they actually kind of agree with you, but they have some pretty interesting ideas. Yeah, we're good with the hooey. We're good with the hooey. (laughs) We're good with the hooey. We're we're hooey positive.
1: Hooey positive. So that being said, here comes the journey. We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Bringing you top-quality content since
0: 1823. Science without the stiffness... Green without the groaning. We've already done better than I expected. I know me too. Inspiring fear and love. This show is about patience.
1: Holy (laughs) Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna lose this one for a second. Oh it's oh it's careful. You'll catch feelings. Oh my god. This is a tough one, Noel. This is the hard this one. This is the hot, this tough is one. This is the
0: difficult one. This is the one where it's like you, uh, it's you've got your... yes, in, there's and and you and it's mm-hmm. and you have and it's <laughs> happening mm-hmm. and then you know it's <laughs> there's two so people you, yes oh they're, they're they're constantly battling in my head yes yes yes, yes. it's uh it's uh, uh Phil and <laughs> and Regis Philbin. Are constantly you got it. You got it. I know you can what? get there. ah uh, <laughs> This is. Kerosene, Kerosene, corn Dog Dog Rogers and Kerosene Guy have been fighting an epic battle in my head or something something like like that. that.
1: It's all about getting corn Dog Rogers and Kerosene Guy, which are very hard to do.
0: What's wrong with my brain? Where does this random crap come from? (laughs) Yeah. But I then want to repeat. (laughs) I
1: know. I know. Look, do you want to delete it from
0: the text? No. (laughs) Corn Dog Rogers and Kerosene Guy have had an epic battle in my head for centuries. Nice long battle in my head. A lifelong battle in my head. They are the two of them are just. They're at it. They're going. They're going. At it. they're they're going at it's always, terrible. There's always. one more. No more. There's one more. There's one, one more.
1: Okay, and then we actually. <laughs> <and> then I, <laughs> no
0: more. <laughs> there's
1: one more, Jakey. Dead coming. Uh, I. It is so far out of my. Uh, this show. show is. Will turn. Will oh, this show will turn your enemies into friends. We're down with the hooey. Down with the hooey! <laughs> down with the hooey! Yes, that I think so. so it's a pretty yeah, good. Yeah, idea. We're down with the hooey because I loved how you said you said when your 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 relatives or some of you know goes oh that's just a bunch of hooey a bunch of hooey and we're like, like we're, we're we're down, down with the hooey, a hooey. Yeah. we're down with the hooey yeah yeah I love it mm. we're adding down with the hooey so now I say the, the I'm going to say it one more time which okay. I say um, this show. This show is, oh, my gosh. It leaves my <laughs> head so fast. This What we'll is turn- it? Oh, yeah. This show will turn your enemies into friends. We're
0: down with the hooey. That's right. That's, that's, okay, good. We that's are done with the We're
1: down, down, down with, with Down with, with, with the hooey. With the so, hooey. like, think of a disturbed song, Down with the Sickness. Like, we're down, we're down with the hooey. <laughs> 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 so, that being said, Veronica says... Happy Nuggets <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and stop and smell the flowers. Oh.
0: I love it. A return Yay. to form. Return to form. fire It's a bio-friendly podcast. It's a bio-friendly podcast.